hello. Welcome to the F1 Christmas party. Help yourself to a homemade cupcake on your way in. Williams branded. Sorry. Force of habit. <laughs> hello, Bernie. Welcome. Merry Christmas. Is it? Um, well, oh... Uh... Excuse me, you're standing on my foot. Oh, Marcus Ericsson. So sorry, I hardly notice you. That's what all the F1 viewers said. Do go in, drinking champagne on the left, shaking champagne on the right, get in there quick, I've just been told Kimmy's coming. <gasps> Hello, Claire, Mary, happy time, Christy, mass, sexy Jesus. Mm. Oh, hello, Flav. I want to feel your buns, I like to hold your melons. You have beautiful jugs. Oh, Flav, you're not supposed to see the buffet until later. Okay, it's cool. Also, Flav want to know your fruitcake recipe. Ooh, don't be disgusting. Mmm, fruity cake. Oh, good. Pastor's here. Hello, I'm Gareth. He's Zog. Hello. And he's Richard. Hello. Welcome to the Christmas edition of Gareth Jones on Speed. <laughs> Fellas, are you ready for the seasonal felicitations that are about to Absolutely. come upon us? Ready for all the feats of strength. Oh, yes. <laughs> And other seasonal activities. If you've listened to the On Speed Christmas editions over the years, you'll know what Zog is referring to there. Richard, Christmas is coming. Do you have any traditions you wish to stick to in terms of unadorned aluminium pole? <laughs> <laughs> if you've never watched Seinfeld, you'll still not know what we're about. We do this uh, all no, the time. Traditions, no. Uh, but I'm doing something which I haven't done for a long time this Christmas. Which I'm at home at my house with my family, rather than going to someone else's family member's house. That's quite nice. And Having I your have... own little lovely. Yeah. Last year we did a thing where we bought each other a virtual car as a Christmas present and it was really warmly appreciated and you guys on Twitter then started giving us presents as well which was I thought a lovely 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 thing. So we're going to do a similar thing this year but we've set a couple of rules. The first rule was that there was no budget. The second rule was that it couldn't be a car. A virtual gift of a car this year has to be car-related, but not a car. And the third rule was that we only had about six minutes to research and choose what it was we were going to buy for each other. Because that's sort of traditional, isn't it, Richard? Yeah, extension of man shopping, which is just sort of running yeah. into a shop. First thing that looks half-decent, buy it, run out again, yeah. get there. That'll do. Hello. We know that's what you're doing too, so that's what we've done for Christmas. So, after a huge amount of thought, Zog, uh, six minutes, which is quite a lot for one of my greatest pals... <laughs> I've bought you this gift. Oh, Take that. A, thank you, Karen. For those of you he, watching in black and white, Gareth's actually else, given it? Zog a sheaf of paper tied up with some string. It's all rather lovely. Oh, yeah. sport seats for my 944 Turbo. You bought him some new seats some new for his seats. Porsche. Yeah. Um, they were a bit expensive. Oh, they I can say that because you're a mate. Well, it was oh, 820 lovely. euros. Oh, yeah, that's really? a, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's more than I spent on you, Richard. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but I oh, know, Gareth, that's lovely. And as you probably know, my existing seats, although they work perfectly well, you know, they keep me off the bottom of the car, they get a little <laughs> bit tatty. So, yeah, new seats, lovely. Thank you very much. It was actually Christmas. Merry Christmas. Thank you very much. It was a deliberate choice of the chocolate car. I mean, these are an exact match for what you've got in your car, except yours are beige at the moment. Yeah, yeah. And as we these. know, beige stains. Beige so is I, one of our favourite colours on the show. So I thought the brown of the chocolate colour would chocolate be... chocolate leather or cloth? Well, the the cloth. when, oh, I, spill, when, when I spill 
coffee on them, which mm. I will. Perfect. You know, it's not going to show quite as much on the deeper brown, almost chestnut. It's lovely. I isn't would it? say. What a thoughtful like gift. That. It doesn't yeah, no, really exist. That's but fantastic. No, it exists. I mean, that, well, those yeah. those they exist, do. but you just haven't but paid eight hundred twenty yeah. euros. I'm not actually going to buy them. For no. But I get the but, pleasure of thinking about them. Yeah, and I thought you'd really enjoy if I actually turned it with that. You'd really enjoy that. Oh, lovely seat. But then you'd have to get all the other trim to match it on the inside. It would be yeah. I have actually thought about re-trimming those seats a couple of times, but you know, it's one of those things you think about it you never get around to doing but if yeah. someone gifts it you do it wouldn't you yeah absolutely yeah, Merry yeah. Christmas Merry right. Christmas dude thank you very thank much you indeed you. Oh, I'm going to have a hug oh, oh man we're actually I feel, do you know what I wish I had I'm consumed with this desire to, I wish I got to this tree, show right? no not a Christmas tree I wanted one of those bell curtains. I don't know what they're called. Tubular bells, but not tubular bells. You know, where you can just go... Like a wind chime thing. Oh, yeah, tubular bells, yes. Are they tubular bells, but they're very high. Oh, no, they're, well, like little, those, little, look, little. look, there. That's what I want, and you've got some. I just want those, but here, so that every time something Christmassy happens, I can do that. Oh, but they're not, because they're not quite bell-like enough. I'm no, thinking. they're more chimey. Yeah. I know you want bling, don't you? Bang, 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 and bang, now bang, I have bang, a present bang, bang. for Richard. <gasps> it's just a sort of a secret Santa thing where I buy for Zog, Zog buys for Richard, Wait, and Richard buys Zog, for me. Is it some tubular bells on a frame that I can do? <laughs> hey! Had I known now, yeah, you know, you just got me that. If I'd known five minutes ago what I know now, it would have been wind chimes. But I'm afraid now I'm doing this on screen. They're not wind chimes. I'm thinking like it's a London Symphony Orchestra kind of Christmas concert kind of affair. The big ones are tubular bells, yeah. Yeah, yeah, but yeah not yeah, the big yeah. ones. I'm talking about the medium-sized ones. I think. I think those are just metal pipes. Are they? Yeah, Could you get me medium some sized metal, metal pipes. pipes. Big ones, tubular bells, little ones, wind chimes. I think that's how it works. I always wanted to be. We had a job in the orchestra. I always wanted to be the bloke at the back who does all that sort of extra percussion. Yeah. Because it looks quite yeah, fun. You've got your own basically. little domain. You're not yeah. required to do a lot, so you can have a sit down. Yeah, you, you, and then I mean, you get to do cool stuff. You, you may sp- get a couple of kettle drums. You spend what? half an hour standing out at the back of the orchestra waiting for something to happen. Yeah. And then you've just got to go. Ding! At just yeah. the right moment. A lot well, of pressure. So you've got 35 minutes of stress going, oh, yeah. oh It's like the guys <laughs> changing the wheels in Formula One, isn't it? They get their one moment to yeah, get yeah. it right, they're going to get it right. But the great thing is that people wait for your bit, and then when you come to your bit, you get to do, like Richard says, cool and ridiculous stuff. You'll pick up a device which goes... But it's just the fear that you're just required to do the ding, and when it comes to your bit, everyone else stops playing, and you just go... <laughs> oh, damn it! <laughs> Anyway, presents. So, Merry Christmas, Richard. I hope you will enjoy. I've got you two presents. They kind of complement one another. First of all, this lovely drinks coaster, which is, as you, you ever see... you put the drink down, oh, Richard? Oh, nice. An F1 gear ring set in acrylic plastic. That's really cool. And I figured, no, now that you're a family man, any present that I have to give you pretty it's much has to be, be kid-proof. Child-proof. That is child-proof. And, you know, it's kind of like a little funky... It is, it's cool. Do you know what? That would replace the coaster I currently have on my desk in my little office at home, which I'm going to have to get rid of at some point, because it's one that my wife gave me, and it just says, you're a cock on it. <laughs> <laughs> You've got to give that to James May, haven't you? Regift it at Christmas. And you also need this oh, to go with it. Oh, lovely. Keep yes. calm and drive a Land Rover yeah, mug. Got a picture of a Defender on it. Because you're getting, your, smashing, you're getting yeah. your Land Rover, so you can have a Land Rover mug, and you can put it on your new car. That's brilliant. And in Extremis also, I could just put that inside the Land Rover to catch the leaks. Let's go back to the coaster. You never know. Go back to the coaster. Because it's actually a Cosworth gear ring, isn't it? Is it? No, it's, uh, that's the actually, one above. No, that's, that's the one yeah, above. That, that, yeah, oh, the really? Well, it might be. It doesn't what a lovely thing. Say, you know, you nice might though. get yeah, a spider yeah, in, yeah, in yeah, Perspex yeah. or something. This is a bit of an F1 car in Perspex. How lovely. What a lovely yeah. gift. Thoughtful. Yeah. Thank you for that. Oh, well, glad I mean, you like well, well, yeah. you know, Thank you for Enjoy. to give it to me. Enjoy. Oh, Merry Christmas, Richard. Merry From Zog. So, 
Gareth. I like the idea that these are virtual presents, so you're literally just showing me them on a screen. <laughs> yeah, sure. it's look what you could have won. This is what you could have won. Yeah. If I'd been the guy. so idle. <laughs> well, now, the thing is, my original gift for you, I thought I was being a bit stingy, so I upped the budget in my mind because this is my original gift. Yeah. Oh, it's, a, it's a Tom Price retro <gasps> shadow T-shirt. Oh, God. It's got 16 on the arm of Tom Price. So I, I should just stop there. I was say, this yeah, this isn't your gift now. I wish it Which, had Do you know what? I actually looked at Thing that is, myself and thought, I should buy that, but hopefully someone would buy it for me as a Christmas present. But do you know what? I, looked, I, I thought, in respect of this game, I thought I should probably just get that for Gareth because oh, I think he'd really like it. Really <laughs> like it. It's in America, that, weirdly. So I don't know why it's not for sale here. Yeah, yeah. UK eBay, but it's from the US. Anyway. Oh, I'd love a Tom Price UOP Shadow T shirt. It's quite good, isn't it? Yeah, it's a good one, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, that's not your present. Oh, well. Good, I can buy it myself. I've gone a bit nuts. I was a bit worried that $18 was too stingy for a Christmas present because I thought you guys might have gone a bit bananas. And well, you know, it's 30 quid for that coaster. It's quite quite an expensive coaster. (laughs) I went completely bananas. And in our virtual world, I spent three grand on. A Jordan Formula One engine cover signed by Damon Hill. No! Oh, yes! Because it's so far up Gareth Street yes. that it's actually outside the house. <laughs> except it's not in real life. That is from the that. year the 98, looking at it. It's the it's engine just. cover oh. from 98, the year that Damon won at Spa, which mm. is, as a Damon fan was an even greater moment than him winning the World Championship in some ways. Very dramatic race. And Jordan, because I just loved an Irish team in Formula 1 Eddie Jordan and that team and Gascoigne's car the Honda Mugen engine that's beautiful thank you, you could, I could see it on the wall over yeah that's exactly just, right just to make sure it really hit the middle of the Venn diagram of all that Gareth's about I would be prepared to put a small Welsh dragon sticker on it ticked <laughs> 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 nice. all the boxes that's quite groovy that isn't it I mean it is £3,000 so it's virtually £3,000 you know it's a bit look there's a few other pictures of here and it is ah, quite, it's, it's a fine old thing and it, has, and it has been signed by, by um, Damon by you know, Aaron Will by the looks of it yeah, but I that's, 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 that's Damon Hill and then there's something so it's got In, LH fuel flap engine cover so it's like it's got some scroll on it mechanic scroll which is great I mean it sort of makes it feel more real Richard nice. I will hug you for oh. that thank you very very much Eddie. we're each Fantastic. very very happy with our Christmas oh, gifts yeah. let's hope that actual Christmas is as satisfying as virtual Christmas and if I could only great. just finish this link with my bloody tubular bells but neither of you were thoughtful enough to get them for me <laughs> next so, year ring Welcome to the F1 Christmas party. So sorry you're leaving, Manor. Are you well? Winter's coming. Mm, yes, I suppose it is. Aye, well, it's all right for you. You're highborn. Well, some of Oxfordshire is quite hilly, I suppose. Would you like a volleyball? Look at him over there. The young King Tom and Baratheon. Mm, I think it's pronounced Max Verstappen. Sorry I'm late. I was wrestling a bear. Hello, Patrick. Show some respect, Paddy Lowe. It's Sir Patrick now. Sorry, forgot about that. Yeah, the bloody cow came on me with a sword. Madness. By the way, don't leave your coat in the cloakroom. There's one of your chaps in there going through all the pockets. One of our chaps? Yeah, although he was putting stuff into a Ferrari bag. Oh, bloody hell. What a ridiculous catchphrase. Sort yourself out, Lowe. Patrick! I've got Dad on the phone. He says you've left him outside too long. No, I didn't. What's he moaning about? He's been clamped. Oh, 
bloody hell! Seth Federal, we've got a Jones on speed! The Gareth Jones on Speed team is not just Zog, Richard and me. We extend into the areas of Violet as well, who's often here to help us out with quizzes and things. And Tycho, my oldest son, who's joined us. Hello, Tycho. Hello. Good, thank you. And also Dave Stebbings. Now, Dave Stebbings is a listener to this programme and a prodigious tweeter who has contributed to... Ultra listener. Ultra (laughs) listener, yes. Who's contributed to the show in a number of ways over the years. And it's become almost a tradition that Dave writes a quiz for us for the seasonal special The Festivus, you're right. It it is the Festivus season. And so... (laughs) The airing of grievances and then Dave Stebbings. We say this every year we have to remind everyone I know I know and so Dave Stebbings has prepared a quiz which Tycho you fiddled with a little bit a little bit it was a great quiz but I had to reword some of the questions it's pretty much the same quiz really all I know is it's a true or false is that right or which one of these well it's not quite true or false it's which one is right so I'll each go round A, B and C so I'll say for example Zog I'll read out three statements, and you have mm-hmm. to say which one is the right statement. I have to right. pick the correct statement from yes, three, out of three options, A, okay. B, or C. And only one of them will be correct, is that yes, right? Yes, only one of them will okay. be correct. Okay. okay, all right then. We're relying on you to have understood this, Tycho, because we haven't looked at the questions, <laughs> so we're assuming that you haven't, you know, <laughs> this up a bit. So I'm sure you've done a great Right. <laughs> so here we go with the Dave Stebbings traditional Christmas quiz, round one. And in round one, I believe the first question goes to Richard. Yeah, Richard, right, here we go. So which one of these is right? Did Lewis Hamilton win his first karting title after inheriting the lead on the last lap after Rosberg was stripped of the pole in the title decider? Did Lewis Hamilton win his first GP2 title after inheriting a point after Giorgio Pantano was stripped of the fastest lap in the title decider? Or did Lewis Hamilton win his first F1 title after inheriting a point after Glock was stripped off the grid slot for using the wrong tyres. So the no. question is, was it in karting, was it in GP2, or was it in Formula yeah. 1? Well, it wasn't Formula 1, was it? Because he won for his first title with... Um... I'm not going to say... I'm, saying I'm not going to say either. Not that I would, you know. Not, but that was all down to Felipe Massa making an error on the last lap. So... Mm, I'm not saying anything. It wasn't that, was it? Now you're just trash-talking me in a sort of weird, subtle way. You're going I, down! I'm not going to... I, 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 I don't know. I, I honestly can't say anything. Honestly, I do not know. So I'm going to say... And I can't remember what he got us up to in GP2, and I don't know what he got to in karting. So I'm just going to say it was in GP2. The answer is... Correct, yes. Oh! In GP2, a point was Fear awarded... Fear my guessing! ...for the fastest lap... But set his time under a yellow flag, so Giorgio, Giorgio couldn't, get Giorgio couldn't get the extra point. Yeah. So, yeah. The Bono of GP2, <laughs> Giorgio Pantano. Of course, he's one of the few drivers to have been named after an international system for colour, colour reference. identification, uh, yeah. that's right, yeah. <laughs> Along with... Uh, oh, there isn't another one, so I can't think of another made-up driver's well, name. Well, there's Pietro CMYK. Oh, 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 yeah, him as well. Well <laughs> done. OK, right. so Richard kicks off with, with a, a with point. a point. OK, he goes next. Zog goes next. Oh, yeah, Zog, here we go. OK. Which one of these is right? Did Gerhard Berger once throw Ayrton Senna's passport out of a helicopter? Did Gerhard Berger once throw Senna's briefcase out of a helicopter? Or did Senna, Ayrton Senna, once throw Gerhard Berger's briefcase out of a helicopter? 
Okay, okay, so very good. A Gerhard Berger throws Senna's passport out of a helicopter. Yeah, yeah. B Berger throws Senna's briefcase out of a helicopter. Yeah. And C Senna throws, throws Berger's Berger. briefcase out okay. of a helicopter. Yeah. I am quite sure it is B. I could possibly even give you some more detail here, but I don't think we get any bonus points for saying that he'd already replaced the photograph yes, in Senna's yeah. passport <laughs> with some other photograph, and he just pasted it on, and that was inside the briefcase when he threw it out of the helicopter. <laughs> I don't know about that technicality, but... Yes, you're right. The answer is B. Senna had boasted his carbon fibre briefcase was virtually indestructible, so naturally Gerhard Berger sought to test out the theory and threw it out of a helicopter, as you do in F1. You know. Well, you guys love Gerhard Berger. Berger was famous for his pranks, wasn't yeah. he, Berger? Didn't he swap the picture of someone's face in a passport for a nudie lady? Yes. Probably. And and when he didn't realise until he literally turned up at international immigration and he showed the pictures, like, ah, they still let him in. (laughs) Travelling with Mr. Berger, oh, he's such a witty guy. (laughs) Very good. So far, Richard scored a point, Zog scored a point at the end of round one. My question is... Here we go, Dad. Right. Which one is right? The Honda Accord Type R was originally specced by engineers with no VTEC... B. The Honda Accord Type R was originally specced by engineers with no limited slip differential. Or C. The Honda Accord Type R was originally specced by engineers with no audio system. Mm. Which was it specced without? Okay. Originally. Well, the Accord Type R, the original Honda Accord Type R, what do we reckon? 80s guys was no, this? No, no? Late, late 90s. Late 90s, was yeah. it? Type yeah, R. Yeah. Mm. Thank you. With a right. big hoopy wing. Well, knowing Honda's purity, let's see, they would never spec it without the VTEC. That's at the heart. Unless they hadn't developed the VTEC. No, it was already there. It was definitely there. Without a... What was the other one? Without... Without a limited... Split LSD, yeah. Or, yeah LSD. Originally or without an LSD. System. Probably, because it's a front-wheel drive thing, though. It was a high-revving rather than a talky thing. Mm, I'm considering... Um, the third option was the radio. Knowing Honda, I reckon of all those things, they reckon the radio was the least important thing. So I'm going to say that the Honda Accord Type R was originally specced without a radio. And you are right, the answer is C. Yes, correct. The engineers originally wanted them to save weight by removing the stereo, but the marketing department overruled them, just like marketing departments do, because the car without a radio was unlikely to sell well. Fantastic. At the end of round one, the score is Richard one, Sog one, Harris one. Three abreast into the first corner, right? So, round two. Round two of the Dave Stebbings traditional Christmas quiz. Alright, we start with Zog now. Which is right, Zog? Okay. After retiring, did Ricardo Patrese go on to compete in skiing competitions? After retiring, did Ricardo Patrese go on to compete in show jumping competitions? Or, after retiring, did Ricardo Patrese go on to compete in motorcycling competitions? Ah. As a lot of F1 drivers actually have, or drivers have gone on to. Um, yeah, one or two, yeah, yeah. Oh. True. I know the answer to this. Think. What a character? I don't. I think it's okay, none of them. I, I don't know the answer. I think he went to work at a okay. restaurant in Conway. <laughs> <laughs> so did he go on to compete in skiing, show, show jumping, jumping, or, or motorcycling? motorcycling. Yes. <sighs> okay. I mean, motorcycling would seem like the easiest guess because you know it's motorsport. So yeah. and he probably learned to ride a motorbike. So 
would seem. But then on the other hand, I don't know. It's like an episode of Pointless Celebrities, isn't it? (laughs) I think like competing on two wheels is slightly more of a younger racers game than a more senior racer. Schumacher showed that you could go into motorcycling, but yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, Pretty good. Okay, so I'm going to show jumping. So is it show jumping jumping or skiing? Is that what you've narrowed it down to? I've narrowed it down to skiing or show jumping. Um, Show jumping. Show jumping, right. So your answer is show jumping. My answer is show jumping. It's wrong, isn't it? No, no, I'm sticking with it. Show jumping is actually correct. Yes! His daughter Beatrice was a very talented competition show jumper, so Ricardo decided to follow into her sport, and by all accounts, apparently, was rather good. Fantastic! If I'd have answered that question, I I would have got it wrong. I would have said motorcycling, because I used to own Ricardo Patrese's motorbike many years ago. When you say own, you, you, you hadn't... Had you nicked it? Or no, you, no. But it was when he was F1 driver, he had a deal with Kawasaki who provided him with motorcycles. And he had a Kawasaki KLR650, which went back into the Kawasaki press fleet. And mm-hmm. I bought it and rode it for many years until I sold it to my mate Bobby. Fantastic. Ricardo Patrese's bike. And I know it's true because I asked him when I met him at the Johnny Herbert thing recently. <laughs> <laughs> Good question, you got that right. Well done, John. Okay, oh, it's my go now. All right, Dad, right. Which one is correct? I do like this one a lot, actually. In 1976, did McLaren use extra tyres in qualifying by getting a sign writer to paint up duplicates by hand on the tyres with official markings? B, in 1976, (laughs) did McLaren use illegal fuel by smuggling in fuel in a hidden tank in their tanker lorries? Or... In 1976, did McLaren use trick suspension, which compressed under downforce at speed, which slowly raised up on the way back to the pits to beat the ride and height rules? Oh, so it, man! It's a cracker, what, why did they cheat? Yeah. What, did, they, did they sneak fuel in in oh. the tanker? Oh, yeah. Did they get a sign writer to fake FIA authority? <laughs> yeah. That's a great That's story. Great, yeah. Yeah. Or the third one was... Did McLaren produce a trick suspension? Oh, the trick suspension. Which compressed, which compressed under down and then release slowly as they went back into Well, pits. I've heard of this trick suspension story. I remember something vaguely about this, but I thought that was a recent thing that Red Bull had done. But of the three, I've never heard the story of fuel being smuggled inside a bigger fuel tank, apart from Honda, who had their cheeky fuel tank. The thing, thing is, what's interesting about this is, you can't put any of them past an F1 team, especially not McLaren. True. I mean, yeah. there's been some fantastic Finding any ways of cheating. I'm going to say... I think it makes F1. <laughs> I'm going to say the advantage is in the ride height, and therefore it was trick suspension which compressed and stayed down. You were, in fact, wrong, I'm afraid. Oh, no! Um, that was Brabham. That was a Brabham, of course it was. It was a Gordon Murray trick. Great bit of F1 design. Yeah, according to Alistair Caldwell, McLaren's team manager in 76, McLaren employed a sign writer to duplicate the lettering onto spare tyres so they could use more of their allocated sets. Wow. Wow. They got an artist to forge, just like the Mafia, you know? (laughs) That is is brilliant and very sneaky. (laughs) All right, here we go. Richard, your turn. Which one is right? Does Ferrari have the most consecutive Le Mans titles from 1960 to 1965? Does Porsche have the most consecutive Le Mans titles from 1980 to 1989? Or does Porsche have the most consecutive Le Mans titles from 1981 to 1987? No. 
Hard to visualise that, isn't it? Yeah. Right. right. So, so is it from what, yeah. 61 to 65? Is it Ferrari from 1960 to 1965? Yeah. Is it Porsche from 1980 to 1989? Or is it Porsche from 1981 to 1987? Wow. I bet Zoe's worked right. out the answer in his well, head. I think Ferrari probably did win for all of those years in the 60s. Right because then the GT40 came along and spoiled their fun. <laughs> but that doesn't matter because that's only five years. The Porsche <laughs> ones, we're talking about, well, either nine years or six years. I don't think it's nine years for Porsche because by the late 80s you've got Jaguar and uh, who else have you got coming in? Like sort of Mazda and Nissan and people all monkeying around, and that was so not that Nissan didn't I, win. I think that's the way to work it out is to, to try and sort of figure out any breaks. Well, it was actually no, because Mazda was the early nineties, wasn't it? Was like ninety-one. But anyway, I think Jaguar with the shortcut Jags and the things they were coming in about eighty-seven. So I'm gonna say by a process of elimination, by dint of it being longer than the five years that Ferrari might have had, that it's Porsche between eighty-one and eighty-seven. Was that the option? Yeah. So that's C. Is that your yeah, answer? Yeah, that's my answer. Your Final answer is correct. Oh, well done! So great deduction there. And um, Porsche's seven-year reign, actually, from eighty-one to eighty-seven, they won it in eighty-seven, uh-huh. was ended in Jaguar in eighty-eight. Uh-huh. So, um, yeah, really, really well long. done, Richard. Well done. Yeah, so, nice at the end of round two, the scores look like this: Richard has two points, Zog has two points, I. So it's a dead heat between you two going into the final round. Yep. Which I start, which is probably just as well, really. Are you ready, Dad? Yes. Right. Please make it a question about, I don't know, shooting brakes, Lancia or Slade. Do do Toyota Corollas count as any of those? (laughs) Right. Not exactly, but my mother did have a Corolla, so we might be doing something here. Yeah. Which one is right? Yeah. Have there been 17 generations of Toyota Corollas? Have there been 10 generations of Toyota Corollas? Or C, have there been 7 generations of Toyota Corollas? Wow. 17, 10 or 7? Yeah. I remember my mother having a Mark II Corolla in 1970-nothing. No, it's 73 or thereabouts. I remember there was a 4, but certainly not 7... Could it be 17? How many golves are we up to now, boys? Seven. Seven, seven golves. I think it's... Golves? Golves. <laughs> is that the plural of golves? A very sophisticated golves. and entirely incorrect plural <laughs> English has never been even my second language, let alone my first. I reckon 17 would be surprising. Unless, of course, you're counting sprinters and all the other sub-Corolla brands. I'm going to say 10. Take a Cluid Berlin Jones. All right. And the answer is correct. Yeah! Well done. There have been 10 generations of Toyota Corollas. From 2009 to present, that is the 10th generation of Toyota Corolla. Back in the game. <laughs> <laughs> okay, the next right, question next. goes to Richard. All right, Richard. Which one of these is right? Did Mark Webber and the Red Bull F1 team have the fastest pit stop ever at the Austin Grand Prix of 2013? Did Jensen Button and the McLaren have the fastest pit stop ever at the German Grand Prix in 2013? Or did Nico Rosberg have the fastest pit stop ever with Mercedes at the Hungarian Grand Prix in 2014? Good luck with that, Richard. So, Weber, Red Bull, 2013. 
Button McLaren 2013 or Rosberg Hungarian Mercedes 2014 right I don't know were McLaren still in the Keystone Cops era in 2013 when they were making <laughs> a right mess of stuff. I'm going to discount that yep. Red Bull 2013 they were pretty on it but pit stops only seem to have got faster, don't they? So just on that basis, I'm going to take a punt that it was Rosberg in 2014 because it's the most recent. Uh, that's my final answer. All right, and that answer, I'm afraid, is wrong. Oh! oh! <laughs> the stop, actually, the quickest one was A, Mark Webber and the Red Bull ah. F1 team. The stop was 1.923 seconds no, long, so wow. just under two seconds. But actually, Vettel won the race, although his teammate had set a lightning fast pit 1. stop. 1.9, jeez. That's fantastic. Yeah. pretty cool. Just under two, the broke the sound barrier. didn't though. stop, it just <laughs> kept driving. Yeah. Now, they connect onto the nut whilst the car is still moving, before it's actually stopped. They yeah, get on and they come whoop. to a stop yeah, with it. Yeah. Amazing. The final question, then, goes to Zog. The, on this. the right, score so. at the moment, I should point out, it's... Richard 2. Zog 2. Gareth 2. It's a three-way tie. So, wow. Zog, if you get this right, you've won. Yeah. If not, it's a three-way draw. <laughs> right. The suspense. This question is slightly different, okay? Which of these names does the Toyota Previa, you know, the big Toyota MPV, not go by? So which one does the Toyota Previa not go by? Okay. A, does it not go by the Toyota Canarado? Canarado, okay. So does it not go by a Toyota Canarado? Okay. Does it not go by Toyota Lucida? Or does it not go by the Toyota Motomaki? The Canarado... The Lucida, the Motomaki. Yeah. The Motomaki. So which one does it not go by? Okay, I'm ruling Lucida in, so I'm picking either answer A or C, sure. I think. Motomaki. That seems like the odd one out, but maybe that's designed to trick me. I don't know. That's maybe. A question. What's the first one again? Coronado? Coronado? Canarado. 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 Yeah. Yeah, I don't really that. All the motor. <sighs> I'm going to have to push you for an answer Yeah, no, I'm just going to have to guess it I'm going for C Motomaki so, is the name that it does not go by And your answer is uh, Correct no! oh, oh, is the winner oh, oh. The Motomaki is not a Toyota. I think it was made in the place Motomaki in Japan. It is in fact called the Canarado in Asia and the Pacific Islands. Also, for a fun fact, it's called the Tarago in Australia, as well as the Lucida, the Estima, and the Previa in Japan and Britain. So many names for one car. Brilliant. (laughs) Although it was never officially sold as anything other than the Previa in the UK. The Estima and the Lucida are Japanese domestic market models. We've seen enough over here, right? Fantastic. Taco Jones, thank you very much indeed. Thank you, Chris Master. Master. Your mother will be very proud of the Chris Master in her absence. And thank you, Dave Stebbings, for Toto, just got here. Has Lewis arrived yet? No, Nico. He's paragliding with Rita Ora. You got here first. Yes! Woohoo! Well, it is the second half of the party. 
Why are you and your wife crawling around under the table? Susie's lost something. Oh dear, what was it? A real accent. Hey, hi guys. Hello, Christian. Yeah, no, sorry I'm late. Uh, I went out to my car, found it had got a Renault engine, so I made a bit of a fuss about it and had the garage take it out. But then my car hadn't got an engine, so I made a bit of a fuss about that and they put the same engine back in, but with a different badge on it. Then I realised my car's an infinity and they took it off me. Crazy times! Anyway, you know, great party, guys. So, uh, listen, should I get the old uh, karaoke machine going? My wife is dying to sing a couple of songs. Guys? Uh, guys? Okay, with the time coming up to 11pm, it seems the party is over. That's it. You've been listening to the 2015 seasonal special episode of Gareth Jones on Speed. Before we go, I just want to know what our hopes are for the new year, 2016. What do you fancy, Zog? On a motoring theme, if I need my windscreen replacing again, I'd like it to take less than the six months that it actually took Autoglass <laughs> to replace it from the date that I actually phoned them and said, hey, I've got a crack in my windscreen. Autoglass <laughs> repair, Autoglass wait. Oh, mate. Replace. <laughs> <laughs> Me, what would I like in terms of Formula One? We'll start there. I'd like Hulk to get a win. It's unlikely, even if they rebrand that car, Aston Martin, it's still going to be made out of Silverstone, Eddie Jordan's base. The only way it's going to get a win is if Nico and Lewis crash into each other and take out three or four other girls. <laughs> That's what I'd like. Nico to get a win in Formula One. We know he's the Le Mans champion. That was wonderful. My gift for next year would be a win for Nico. Richard? A slightly more balanced Formula One season would be nice. Do you ever find you sort of ebb and flow with cars? Sometimes I'm completely fascinated and excited by lots of things that are coming onto the market. And sometimes I find myself struggling to give a toss. Yeah. And it's yeah. like I'm looking at that Fiat 124 Spider thing they've come up with, which is basically an MX-5, and I'm really struggling mm. to give a toss. And yeah, yeah. I should care about this why do I not it's not that I don't care I find it disappointing because I don't like the way it looks and I don't like the fact that it's someone else's homework they've cribbed well yeah and when you think you know Japanese sports car styled by Italians that sounds kind of promising but yes, exactly. They've got it the right way around here. It's the sort of opposite of the Alfarana, isn't it? It's like have it made by the Japanese, but have some Italian input into the style and mm. the engine. That one, two, four spider should have promise. But and don't get me started on Alpha because the Alpha Julia. Again, awful. I don't know, I'm a very cynical person sometimes, but I just find myself waiting for disappointment with that car. I just can't believe it's going to be any good. I don't like the way it looks particularly. I think it's okay, and it shouldn't be okay. We've waited so long for it. Mm. It should be so beautiful that your heart skips a beat, and it's just not. The middle bit looks like a bloody Seat Toledo from the 90s. So, anyway. But that, oh, <laughs> so that's you want, you want to I'm be sorry. disappointed less by Yes, exactly. Cars. I want to be yeah, disappointed less by Formula One and by road cars, and I want to look on the bright side, which is I want to just trundle around in my Land Rover, feeling all cheery about it, because it's like a big, silly Labrador of a car. And <laughs> I want people to buy my book. It's not too late. It's still in all shops now. Uh, and also available online, probably at a reasonable discount. So, please, on that bombshell. And most of all, we want you to buy 
buy tickets for 10 years on speed. Oh, yes, that there, as well. There may be a few left. If oh, well, since it's the Gareth Jones on Speed small ad section, uh, yeah, also, not? does anyone want to buy a Fiat 500 Twin Air? Because <laughs> it's kind of surplus to requirements. Actually, while we do the small I need to offload. And while we do the small ad, I've got an old pair of binoculars uh, <laughs> and a Webley Hurricane 22 caliber if anybody wants to Guns, you're selling guns a on gun. my show. Sorry, world. Let's hope the world that we enter in 2016 is beautiful. Thank you all for listening. Please buy tickets for 10 years on speed. Come and see us in January if you haven't already bought tickets. This is the next time that listeners may hear our three voices together. Could be, if you buy a ticket, in a room doing yeah. it live. With your voice as well. We're going to use the people who have turned up to help us decide what we're going to talk about on the night. And you will be on the show. Plus, the debut of the on speed band, which is going to be and top celebrity guests to be revealed oh yeah get your tickets now all the information at www.garethjones.tv I wish you all a very Merry Christmas Zog, Richard Merry Christmas Merry Christmas May the roads open up before you We're going to leave you with a song Another tradition of Gareth Jones on Speed Is we make bespoke Christmas songs For your entertainment and pleasure If you care about cars and driving And our rotten impersonations Here's a rotten impersonation of Bobby Zimmerman Rob Dylan in this case And this is our Christmas contribution for this year This is This Christmas See ya Merry Christmas December comes around Snow falls to the ground The people all ask the same question Papa, will you be On Christmas and it's Eve But I'll be spending it with friends Near Preston such a simple drive M3, M25 And M40 And M42 But just near Marston Green Around the turn for the NEC It all stops And I wish I'd come for a poo me where I'm gonna be when Yuletide comes to town. I'll be gridlocked somewhere near Stafford. There's nowhere I can go. I ate my two for one Haribo. I'm stuck on the M6 this Christmas. Near Hilton Park Wish I'd put some crisps This Christmas That's where I'll be That's where I'll be That's where I'll be This Christmas That's where I'll be
got the page of a plane and the pool of a train and the boot space of a Vauxhall Belmont. Why was I born? I ignored the toll road and the B roads way out in the stake. Never leaving first gear In the next lane's Chris rear He's been stuck here since Christmas 86 Ask me where I'm gonna be When Yuletide comes to town I'll be crawling past Newton Willow there's nowhere I can go I ate my two-for-one Haribo And I really need a piss This Christmas I'll be stuck on the M6 This Christmas Merry Christmas, everybody to send us an email, see pictures, get song lyrics, join our Facebook fan site, follow us on Twitter, or to find out about sponsorship opportunities, go to garethjones.tv. Gareth Jones on Speed is made in London by Whizbang. Generic salutation, horizontal surface, particle removal operative. You what? Hello, floor sweeping man. Myself and my vehicle operation units are visiting upon your premises a quantum of minutes to enjoy a Yuletide socialisation event for those persons engaged in the activities of the zenith of motorised sporting endeavours. What? We're here for the F1 party. Sorry mate, that was yesterday. You're too slow. Oh god, not again. Cease your vocalised complaint protocols, mechanism control human too. Ron, you're telling me I got out of my deck chair for this? Aye, aye, aye. <sighs> Rebranded pagan Winterfest jollificationism to all auditory consumers of this verbal messaging, or to express this in an alternate manner. Merry, Merry Christmas, Christmas, everybody! Gary, don't speak!